wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Alright, let's, uh, let's do some podcasting Yeah We got some good feedback like an hour ago Oh Curtain is on a high <laughs> Yeah, I, my kids, I mentioned that I had a podcast in one of my classes. Wait, so it's your first day and you couldn't go without mentioning you had a podcast? Uh, something, they came and they were like, so what are your plans for like tonight? They're like, is the first day of school like, is that a busy night? Or I'm like, no, yesterday is the busy day. Like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I've got to record two songs and I'm doing a podcast. And they're like, a podcast? They're like, we love podcasts. I listen to podcasts on my bike. They'll tell us. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> no. Keep- don't think I'm going to tell you about this. going to keep this one private for the first month or so. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think when we were... I've had kids in Kuwait listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, some still do. Like, I had kids, like, you know, when I was leaving, talking about things we said. That's wild. That's absolutely uh, wild. And... Yeah, I don't know. Um... I take... yeah. But these yeah. guys, not not just yet. Mm-hmm. So, what are our so, hot topics? I got, got something yeah. on your mind. I could hear it. I could hear it brewing. Yeah, yeah. this is gonna I be a Brent yesterday. episode. All right. So yesterday I was standing in line. It was crawling to sign kid up for his first thing. Crawl's Nightmare World. First activity thing so skating i think you should be able to skate in canada right it's a rite of passage well it is canada yeah now the the line for hockey was non-existent i think that's interesting because i know some, well, someone with her six and eight year old i'm friends with it's she signed them for hockey and it's a thousand dollars yeah, I was just going to say that's the reason why no one Seth's age is playing hockey for how much equipment it's going to cost and how little they're going to get out of it because six-year-olds are bad at hockey. Yeah, so there is lines, but there is lines for the girl stuff is where the money is at. The lines for like Ballerina. can skate. Well, the lines for can skate, which what's can skate mean? That's owned by figure skating. It means you can 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 skate. Wait, but it's also a play on Canadian. Maybe. Wait, I don't know. Wasn't that what you signed Seth up for? What did you sign him up for? Preschool can't skate. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm okay. definitely in can't skate. And I'm definitely in can't <laughs> swim. <laughs> Got sign up skate, yeah. Now, the things with the line. So can skate at a big line, which sort of blended into the dance club. And then the, the big show was... Like cowboy Japan. boots? Like cowboy boots dancing? I don't know, but it was called Tiny Dancers. <laughs> which That's probably everyone it's probably happened. everyone is but yeah, who is it you're a dance group for children and it's not called <laughs> tiny dancers you're doing something <laughs> wrong yeah. but the big show was all was wrapped around a building like out the door gymnastics oh yeah yeah so gymnastics is where the real battles are it's limited amounts so one uh, yeah, they, have a crazy, they have a crazy yeah. lady with no shoes running it I was talking to a friend who had <laughs> a friend. His his wife went at doors open at six, so she got there at four with a chair. It was the fortieth one in line. What? So went through the line, signed up for one class. I think for one kid, 
had to get back in line for the second kid because they're in different lines and then didn't get that one. <laughs> so, Screw this. Buy, steal a mat from the school, put it in the basement. Yeah. So don't, break just, your, yeah. don't break your neck. I just keep imagining Trevor in any of these situations. It Kids never happened. really want them not. No. <laughs> they won't know. I'm just not going to let them know about things. Mm-hmm. I'm just okay, going to hide so, my kids. I'm just going to homeschool them. A, yeah. Never tell them about anything that sucks. Yeah. So here's the... I've got an issue. There's two years to deal with it, but start, we need to start planning it out now. Because Seth doesn't like a lot of things, but when he does, he really likes it. He will go sit in a combine for a long time. Not a kid amount of time. Like a grown-up farmer time. Yeah, just days. He is ready that for could be yeah. That could be perfect. Mm-hmm. So he this likes might that. be what Peter's yeah. always wanted. Yeah. No, that's it, what... It uh, that's I, I. Your dad came to my office and asked to redo the will. You've been written out. It's all, <laughs> the, farm, the farm and all the equipment is going to Seth. <laughs> That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that's been consistent from like for three years now. Yeah, right. Your dad's probably drugging him or something. You slipping him like... Like baby heroin or something addictive, so that he's like, I want to go on the combine. I want to go. Like, on the he does like curling a lot too. Yeah, your dad's got some trick, or he's like got some like special bond with him. It's definitely, <laughs> it's probably about grandpa more than it's about the actual thing. Mm-hmm. He probably's just obsessed with grandpa. Mm-hmm. Hello, what's hey, back? Hey, hey. It says you what? need to update. Who does? I do. Yeah, even on my side, it's saying Brent. Brent was unable to join this call as they need to update Skype first or they're well, offline. Flying. <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad called. Yeah, Skype always inter- wants you to update. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So your My dad called and interrupted the call. <laughs> it cut me out. <laughs> Did your dad call on Skype? No. Oh, I thought he was like, maybe he was secret calling your son. <laughs> hmm. Little combine going across the screen back and forth. One yeah. one 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 day, yeah. me and you are gonna rule the universe. Yeah, the rings. The combine. Yeah, yeah. So, farming, I'm okay with as a hobby. Swimming, he is huge into, which is good too because in the little kids' swimming lessons, all the other kids are mostly crying, and he spends the whole time just diving into the water and having fun, and just like screaming happily. So that's good to watch. That's satisfying. And the other kids are like scared to go in and cold and blah, blah, blah. At least he yeah, does Our something. school has mandatory swimming lessons in like the first week of school mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. everybody because I guess you can drown like instantly here because there's, yeah. there's like seven lakes in town. They said there's 50 lakes within 20 kilometers. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. I can't swim. Mm-hmm. Like, I take a wrong turn and I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So, swim club, if he would, I'd be fine with that someday. That's good. Farming, oh, sure. Farming yeah. club. Yeah, farming. Maybe for 4A. I don't know. 4H? Yeah, but. That's a cult, though. Watch out. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm, 4H is a cult. I'm aware. I'm aware. But his newest thing that is, is deep into his heart now is, it just snuck in there, but it's ninjas. Oh, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing to sneak into a child's heart. Yeah. So it's a Lego thing. They have their own Lego starting to make their own brands. Of ninjas. So they can so it's on a Netflix series. And I got him the new but the non Netflix. Yeah. Well, 
so I got him the, the not well the one that's not on Netflix yet for our trip. We went on a like five hours of flight. So iPads and travel are amazing. But he got yeah, deep into sense. ninjas. But the ninja show it's good. it's quality kid stuff. Things have it's almost wrestling stories. Bad guys become good. Evil guys like from the first seasons are cool. Later on, he got to team up to battle, deal with something worse. That sounds good. Yeah, so it's fine. It's like, wait a minute, this is all right. This is kind of smart. Yeah, so so it's fine, but he wants to be a ninja. Oh, well, that's, so that's great. Support him. But the problem is, the college there's fund. A, there's a ninjutsu school in town. Oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's is it? Is it the guy from the polo club? From behind the polo club by the what? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no! Are you serious? <laughs> Kang or what? what? No, that's the. <laughs> I was joking. What was it called? Right by the ice cream shop where we lived in university. There was this run down. Ninja shop. What was it called, Brent? Say it. I don't know. It's can is it something I can't say? I don't remember. I. But he's in your town. I don't know that. No, I'm sending you a little bit of info on it, and I'm gonna read some. I'm gonna. It's it's just serious ninja stuff. Oh, to go there. So I don't. It's definitely not the same. Ninjas things are everywhere. I can read to you what it takes to be a ninja. This is from the the website. Yeah. Oh. So, ninjas more like so it's all about covert ops. Using stealthy movements and camouflage, you learn info gathering, moving undetected, and blending into your environment. God, I pay to see that. <laughs> pay, pay to see little kids try to blend into their environment. <laughs> So you're gonna have to you, pretend you can't see them all the time. Yeah, but do you th- is that something that should be incur- like? I don't know. That's pretty manipulative. Yeah, I just Play don't know if that's can. setting up for. It's like, are there clubs you should? Are there things you shouldn't put kids into? Because they're dangerous, just because they're lame. I'd have to. You'd have to judge it, I guess. Well, just make sure he gets out of it before he meets girls. <laughs> yeah you, you know ninja club won't really yeah but that's the perfect thing that young kids would think girls like hey be like man well that would impress any lady if you're a kid i could do ninja moves and sleep like i don't think it would impress girls i think guys well, they, think but a boy would think girls. it would yeah that's, no exactly it's a no-brainer for a guy like oh, yeah. Well, obviously, no, it, it what impresses a girl, and like I told Kyle too, who was just at my house, and <laughs> and like Link is big into cooking shows and playing with toy food and stuff like that. Like if you're a good cook, man, girls just flock. That's friend zone stuff, though. Is it? Don't send Link to the friend zone. I don't know. He's gonna well, be, he's well, gonna be well, a guy cooking for everybody. Well, if you're t- if you're 20 years old, what does a girl care about that you played on the high school baseball team, or that you can just like. You could you could satisfy those food cravings. <laughs> you know they're they're eating res food most of the time. Then they come to your place and you're making them something from scratch. Let me tell you. I don't know. 
Absolutely. Nobody cares if you dunked in Don't high school take or something. Your dad's advice. <laughs> yeah, you probably like shelter him so that he thinks you're the coolest person in the world. Oh yeah, let, let him listen to the show all the time. You might be the coolest person in the world, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, kind of. In your own way, no one beats Carter. <laughs> Except when you make me mad. Well, when have I ever made you mad? Oh, I guess I, I think I might have made Trevor mad for the first time this uh, this week. So I, I almost had a mental breakdown yep. that day. So I, I credit uh, fan, our fantasy football league sort of birthing this podcast where we our league sort of fell apart and we just proceed to rip on everyone and destroy everyone, especially Brent. And we're like, you know, we're we're a pretty funny group of people. Let's let's do a comedy podcast. So Trevor had planned out, okay, draft this Monday night, like a week ahead ago. I'm like, you know, sure, that works out perfectly. I'm just thinking Monday night, what do I do? I come home from work and and nothing. I I'm fine. Except uh I forgot it was a long weekend and we we're planning a trip into Winnipeg. So at about seven o'clock i'd be still in the car coming back from winnipeg and so i'm like you know trevor sorry about that but i uh, realized i got a scheduling error. i guess i can't make it and uh in a normal league the computer will draft for you but we're in a special three-hour auction draft where there's no computer <laughs> all people need to be accounted for and so uh, i don't know trevor he didn't get bass player mad at me which is i guess the no but see i had so many other you know how many people were messaging me like people were like out and then it went from being it was going to be an 18 league for a bit then it went up to a 12 and then like it was scheduled for sunday night and then people changed it to monday and then somebody wanted to change it to later monday and then i changed it back to the same time monday and it was just like so many changes and every time one person makes one change it's (laughs) 11 people i have to contact yeah and and i have to track down 11 slackers and beg them to respond to me with a yes or a no. And then someone changes it for a good reason. Okay, here we go again. Then we change it back. And it's like, I had probably sent 40 messages in like the last three days. And I was trying to keep track and like, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So I, the I, worst. I, I tell Trevor the bad news and I get what exclamation mark question mark for F sakes period. I'm effing cats in this league. This is so much gosh darn work. I'm just organizing <laughs> it. Getting people all over the world, changing it over. Ever. I can't deal with this. Well, this I'm is sorry, poor Trevor, bastard sorry. waking up at 3 a.m. to trap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. So I'm going to have to replace you, Carter. <laughs> well, because I had a guy. And I didn't want to forfeit the league because I think you would have been down to eight because at that time we hadn't kicked two people out yet. Um, then, then I then I realized, and so I canceled my trip to Winnipeg. Yeah, right. No, I honestly did cancel the trip just because of the weather, not because of the draft. But are you sure? <laughs> Absolutely. It was it was Tinker Town in, in the Carter. zoo. Of course, it was okay. it was a special weather statement: forty millimeters of rain on Sunday, thunderstorms on okay. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Then All I right. blew the draft. Should have went to Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about um, so another football story. It's about a month old, but this was oh, typed yeah. in my phone, and I just hope about a man who made history, a Hall of Famer who just recently made history. Who's that? Um, 
Well, it must have been a slow day of the summer because I was sitting at Ashes and we were watching the NFL Network. <laughs> it's like, you know, a Tuesday night in the middle <laughs> of the summer. And it's like, Hall of Famer makes history. And we're like, what? And it's like, Warren Sapp becomes the first Hall of Fame football player to be attacked by a shark. <laughs> and it's like the leading story because there's nothing else. He's got this tiny little shark bite because it's like a baby shark that bit him. Lead story on NFL.com. Uh, Warren Sapp was, was it, makes uh, history. Was it on total uh, NFL? Oh, it was everywhere. Access? Me yeah. and Ash were just drunken, right. laughing. Former host on this show who we had to fire due to uh, some indiscretions with some prostitutes was uh, attacked by a baby shark. (laughs) But it was to the point where we were like, I was staying in his house and I was in the living room on the couch and he was in his room. And like, there'd be 10 minutes of silence. And then one of us would hysterically start screaming, laughing out loud. (laughs) And we couldn't stop laughing for like 20 minutes. Dark. It was like a high. It was like a, like a middle school sleepover of just nonstop sports app shark attack. And it's like such a tiny little bite, but it's so good. I think last time I watched NFL Network was that Ashes as well. It's just on all summer. Screaming. Yeah. Um. Other things. Um. Have you guys ever heard? I have to drive to Winnipeg in the next, uh, I guess not for about a month, but mm. I have to do that drive and I'm going to take highway number six. Uh, if you guys ever done that drive up to this far north? I've been there. Not since I've been a kid. But on highway six, no? Like the, the one that goes through the narrows, like straight line kind of to Winnipeg? Not all the way from north to, I've yeah. been through the narrows. But not all the way to the north? No. Okay, cool. Well, apparently, like, you know the turnoff that we would all make if we were going to Dauphin? Okay. Like the one where you go through St. Rose and stuff? I guess Mm -hmm. if you go a little bit further north, there is, and it's not advertised, and it's completely, like, hidden, but, like, 20 minutes more north, like, by Asher, I think, or something like that, there is, like, 20 creepy old abandoned statues. What? Of what? in the forest and apparently it was like a i think it was dutch or a german um guy who came in like the 20s or something with his wife didn't speak english but everybody knew him in town and then he he farmed and apparently he like worked like hard he had like a a rough life like hard hard farmer with like no technology and it's just this old man and then he like finally retired and then I guess his wife died pretty quickly. So he was like alone for like a long part of his life, I think. And uh, he decided that he was going to take up sculpture. And he started like, like some of them are pretty bad and some of them are pretty amazing. And they're like, he made 20 like Greek inspired random statues on his farm in the bush. Yes. Have you seen them? No. Okay, and they're just bizarre and like huge and like some old guy who just kind of lost his mind and like people were like like, interviewing him. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. But he's like this old man (laughs) making statues. He's like, I'm sad because I'm going to die. And he's like, 
what's gonna happen to these statues? They're like, they're like all I have, and they're just and like he died. Somebody bought the land, didn't like knock it down, and they're just like in the middle of a bush somewhere. You can kind of see where they would be on Google Maps if you like creep the right quarter of like country mm-hmm. old yard. And like there's people that go there and take pictures, and there's a documentary too called of of no historical value or of no cultural significance. Maybe that's what it's called. But some people heard about this and they went out there. And I guess there's been many years of people trying to get like a Canadian Arts Council to like restore them or at least like preserve them and maybe make a walking path and like cut the grass and stuff. But they keep like sending like unnecessarily mean critiques of the statues and like (laughs) how worthless they are. And out there, like just garbage. There's some guys garbage. Like, I guess the people, a lot of people, are really into them. Not because they're amazing, but they're just because they're so story. Yeah, yeah, and passionate. And the guy like loved it, and he had never yeah. done this until he was old, and then just got really into it and did it for like 20 years straight. And would like use scrap metal that he would find and like frame them together and then build like cement around them. And he, his materials got better, I guess, as he got. <laughs> Like he learned how to do this, and they were some of them are really bizarre, like really cool, creepy. Some of them are like pretty terrible, but now they're just all in ruins in a bush. So I am incredibly excited to make that drive because we are definitely having a pit stop. We're gonna go find the creepy statues. Um, now our school division is paying for us to go with some other teachers, Correct. maybe, and I don't give a damn if they want to find the creepy statues. Or not because we're driving and we're fighting so I'm going to make a bunch of teachers either A, wait in the car for about an hour while I go find these creepy abandoned statues or hike out into the bush it's up to them, I don't really care but it's happening because it sounds like the coolest creepiest thing in the world and I'm super excited about it you never heard about these things? no, it, it sounds like you make a sequel to your YouTube channel the creepy abandoned zoo creepy yeah, abandoned it's... statues yeah, it's, it's so weird how there's people like it seems like everywhere you drive out in the country, every couple hundred kilometers, there's some kind of like eccentric person with like crazy things in their yard. You know, like there's people that put like giant like monuments and like stack cars up and like build like Loch Ness monsters in their dugouts and like put cars on spikes or have a giant bull <laughs> statue or like or turns a Volkswagen Beetle into a ladybug. <laughs> If you're on the way to Winnipeg, I'm sure you know, like, I think that would be a great documentary is just going around and finding all these like eccentric, weird art people. They probably have no art background whatsoever in their life. And just decide to do something really strange. I saw a person take a satellite dish when I was driving through like Toulon, picking up a U-Haul. And this guy took satellite dishes and put them up on giant metal poles over his house and painted them like sunflowers and then put like black sunflower leaves on them or something. So you had these gigantic satellite dish, mm-hmm. old school satellite dish, like WrestleMania, like four satellite dish. <laughs> I believe that was the name of the model. And like hanging over his house, he has all these giant weird sunflowers that he just made for no reason. If you have enough budget, you're guaranteed to get a story out of it. Exit through the gift shop style story on someone eventually. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to hit full. <laughs> It's just a matter yeah, of time. Cool. So, did, did you U-Haul it up to your new place? Yeah. I'm jealous. Did, uh, 
it was an intense experience, though. I'm jealous. Dauphin uh, didn't have a U-Haul. It does now. It did then, but it didn't for the couple months that I was moving. Yeah. The guy was having a big problem with U-Haul, and he caused a big scene. In Dauphin? That's what. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So there was there was some drama. Even the people in Winnipeg. Okay, so that confirms it. Yeah, I was I was calling headquarters. I was like, I gotta get to Dauphin. I was going to the stores. I was like, how can I get to Dauphin? They're like, well, you can rent it from us and drive it back to Dauphin, then drive it back. And I figured out like, because you'd have to have a car with you, you know, to get you back from Winnipeg to Dauphin, and how many days you'd have to rent it for, and the amount of fuel. Because to rent one way to U-Haul is the way it's supposed to work. Oh, it's an absolute like it's the best thing ever. But when you're doing like three day rentals and stuff like that, it's the worst. You could you could tell them to give you those free days though. That's what I got. I got two hundred extra free miles. I got Oh wow. No. I had to drive about forty five minutes out of the city to get a one way. Mm. And they gave me all kinds of free stuff if you ask. They just want to get that first payment. Okay. They just want your sweet, sweet money and you can haggle with U Haul as much as you ought. Uh, nobody would give me a deal. It's going too corporate, should have went more local. But uh, I had to freaking move myself because professional movers wanted like six grand. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, we moved that. ourselves, but we got we got money to move. So we we could have hired movers. Yeah. but we, we Oh, high rolling. High rolling. Northern allowance. Yeah. Yeah. Live it up north. Yeah, right. North it's of, beautiful here. You north of 60 or what? Not even close. <laughs> north of 40? <laughs> Yeah, we're north of 53, I think. Oh, that's close to north of 60. Well, no, there's still seven in between. Yeah, I know, but... Seven's have... a long way. Have you ever driven from one to the other? I'm sure I have. I've done a couple. There's one where you can go, like... If you go from, like, Nipua to, like, past Dauphin North on Highway 5, you'll get, like, from the Nipua one to the other one. And then from, like, Nipua past Swan River is, like, another one. Like, it's hours of driving for one. Mm-hmm. Seven is a lot. Seven's probably 20 hours of driving. Then it gets shorter. True. Kind of. No. Maybe. I don't. That's not how maps really work. That's how it looks. <laughs> I teach geography. <laughs> I should know this. Do you have any uh, flat earth uh, advocates in your, geometry, in your geography class? No. <laughs> what would happen if you did? Um, I'd make fun of them. There's nobody that could believe that. There's, I don't know, yeah. Although I was making fun of Trump today, and mm-hmm. some kids were kind of looking mad at me, so I was like, "You." I want to be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to chop, 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 chow down, take chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. I started training hard. I think I could go far. I am a natural. I learn to chop real hard I fight with credit card I use my nunchucks Even while feeding ducks I throw my ninja star Oh so very far I do karate moves With a go-girl woof I learn my ninja kicks While watching Netflix I try to do everything Like on the big screen And you guys, you know what? I might do it, I might be a ninja soon I gonna be ninja